If you turn in your Bibles with me tonight to 1 John. First John, we'll read a couple of verses in chapter 2 and then go to 1 John chapter 3 and read a couple of verses there. So 1 John chapter 2, starting with verse 15. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. Then over to chapter 3, starting at verse 7, it says, Little children, let no man deceive you. He that doeth righteousness is righteous, even as he, that be Jesus, is righteous. He that committeth sin is of the devil, for the devil sinneth from the beginning. For this purpose the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Repeat that again, that's worth repeating. The Son of God was manifested or made known to us or revealed that he might destroy the works of the devil. Aren't you thankful for that? That's our victory. comes from... That fact that he destroyed, if you think about the word destroy, well, it eliminates, doesn't it? It means it's not there anymore. That's why he came, so that we could have victory like that. Tonight, the Lord's help would like to talk about the world and the power that it has to seduce you and me and to draw us away from the victorious Christian life if we let it do that to us. It it can't do it without us participating in that. That's the strength of this gospel. By the way, you're going to have to say amen a little louder than that. I can't hear you up here. We have victory in this gospel. Amen. Amen. You can, you can keep amen and Lee. I'll, I'll, I'll appreciate that. The Lord gives victory. That's why he came. So we can have victory to destroy the works of the devil. So as I mentioned, the world would like to seduce us. The devil would like to use the world to try to draw us away from what we know to be true and to follow a lie. But this precious gospel is power. power. In fact, Romans 8.37 says that we're more than conquerors through him that loved us. So if you like to conquer, who here likes to win? playing a game, anything, checkers, I don't care what game. You like to win? To me, it beats the alternative. I like to win. Now, don't have to win at all costs, but I do like to win. Says that we are more than conquerors. So being a conqueror means that you're winning. More than a conqueror means you're just that, right? You're more than winning. I'll take that any day. It's in Romans 8.37. You know, going back to our, our text here in, in first, verse 8, actually, of First uh, John 3, says here, The he that committeth sin is of the devil. It's pretty cut and dry. But you know what? We can have victory, but it's true. He that committeth sin is of the devil. A lot of 
people would like to use that scripture or not, not to pay attention to this scripture to realize that what they're doing is actually taking them away from the Lord. If you're committing sin, you're of the devil. And tonight, I hope that we're not doing that. But I think that we have to, to take it into consideration to realize that he came to destroy the works of the devil. When I think about victory and being victorious in this gospel, we need God to help us. Would you agree? We need God to give us the strength to do it. So how can you do that? How can you be victorious in your Christian life? Well, there's a few things. What does it take? Well, the first one that comes to mind, we heard it from the very little in Sunday school, is to what? Read and pray. Very important. Do you think that that ends when you become an adult, that you don't have to read and pray anymore? As, as life comes at you more and more, your daily devotions are going to be what holds you many times. Would you agree? Thank you, Brother Lee. We need daily devotions. We do. We need to read and pray. We were just saying in Sunday school the other day that when you read your Bible, you pray every day. What happens? You grow, right? And then you grow, grow. And then when you don't read your Bible, you shrink and shrink and your legs get tired, right? In the song anyway. But it's true. We need our daily devotions. We need these, this, this time with God to, to strengthen us, to give us, help us have the victory. David said, thy word have I hid in my heart. What? That I might not sin against thee. Thy word have I hid in my heart. It's more than just taking his word and reading it and saying, all right, I read the Bible and I'm out the door. It needs to get into our hearts. David said in Psalm 119, he says, oh, how I love thy word. It is my meditation all the day. Is God's word your meditation all the day? Or does what you read in the morning just it's not stay with you? Or if you're not reading the Bible in the morning, it's definitely not going to stick with you. We need our daily devotions if we want to have victory in this gospel. Another thing is we need to avoid temptation. Temptation, actually, you can't avoid temptation. I should back up. You can't avoid temptation. It's going to come your way. But you can't have victory through the temptations that come your way. And you can tell the devil to get behind you. In fact, you put on that armor of God. One of the armor is the shield of faith. It says, whereby you can quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Everything the devil throws your way, you have the power through that shield of faith to block it, to quench it. Thankful for that. Well, the one thing you're going to, to avoid temptation, I, I was thinking back to, um, way back in my mind, to back when I was just a kid. You guys, remember, who here remembers just say no? Remember that? It was 1985, and I just read about this. Nancy Reagan, uh, the first lady, she was out on a, um, one of her missions was to go talk about how you can avoid drugs and alcohol. In the mid-80s, if you remember, that was a heavy time of drugs in particular. As drugs became easier and easier to access, and, and, not, and it was some se- severe drugs. Not that any drugs are, are a good thing, and at least not illegal drugs. But thinking about just say no, she was out uh, on this campaign and a little kid asked her, 
how, how do I avoid or how can I not do drugs and drink alcohol? And Nancy Reagan, her first words out of her mouth was just say no. Just say no. Is it just that easy though? Well, it would be easy. I was thinking about this. So, um, I usually, when I ask this question, it's, uh, most people do. Who here likes watermelon? You like watermelon? Raise your hand high if you like watermelon. All right. So if there was some watermelon and you were hungry, you'd be, and again, using this not in a bad way, but you'd be tempted to have some, wouldn't you? Well, I'll tell you who would not be tempted to have some, and that would be me. I don't like watermelon. I don't care how enticing you make watermelon look, you're not going to get me. It doesn't do anything for me. You will not get me to, to have watermelon. And just so you know, because I'm very much like this with my kids, when they say they don't like something, what's the first thing you say? Try it. What do you mean you don't like it? Because we like it. You try it, right? I've tried watermelon. I still don't like it. So just want to get that out there. But you put a uh, bowl of Butterfingers, those little fun size Butterfingers, they'll be gone pretty quickly. They go down easy. That's the thing. That's the problem with stuff like that. It's easy to, to get. I used to buy some of those. Uh, I don't think I've ever shared this with my wife, but uh, bought some of the little Debbie snacks. You like the little Debbie snacks? I do, especially the ones, the cream feel. Oh, my. Anyway, I would get a box of those and I would put them on my desk drawer. They wouldn't last very long because those go down easy, too. But I would be tempted to have another one and then. Well, why not? Have another one, right? And then have it, all of a sudden it's gone. Sometimes I'd buy two boxes, so it would last even longer. Point is, is that we're going to be tempted to do something when it comes to temptations in our life that are not just, just say no to. It's not just no. Because if you're tempted to do something, James says you're drawn away. So yeah, we do need to say no to those things. But it's not just that easy. We've got to make sure that we've got the Word of God down in our heart so we can say no through the power of God. That's how we're going to resist temptation. The devil knows what your weakness is. He knows what my weakness is. And I don't care how old you we get. And I'm getting older. Temptations still come. But you know what? So does the victory. How do you over how do you resist Satan? Well, one thing in, in Revelation is said they resisted him by what? Blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. And yes, we heard testimonies tonight that those are beautiful. But not just your testimony here at church, but your testimony out in the world. Very important. That's how we overcome. Also, sin cannot be an option. If it's an option and you're tempted... You'll fall. But it's not an option. With God's help, you can resist it. Amen? Amen. One other way that we can have victory in this gospel is love not the world. We read about that in James 4, verse 4. It says, Know ye not, that the friendship of the world is enmity with God. Whosoever, therefore, will be a friend of the world is what? 
an enemy of God. I don't think we want to be an enemy of God, do we? So we can't love the world. Now, does that mean that we shouldn't have friends that are not saved and we should just uh, come to church here and only associate with people that claim the gospel and that's, you know, we, we isolate ourselves and that's what we do? That's not what he's saying here. He's saying friendship with the world. That means being, it goes deeper. It means, uh, I'm thinking about things. What, what are some of the things that would be considered of this world? I, I, I made a list here. Movies. TV shows. Streaming services. The internet. Maybe you, uh, you're looking to be famous and you want to become a YouTube star or you want to trend. Right? You want your videos to be trending, right? Because if they're not trending, why are you doing them, right? Sorry, I didn't mean to look at you, Bill. I know you like the YouTube. But I'll tell you, we want these things. Sorry. Sports. That was a big game on Sunday. You know, they won't miss me at church. I'm going to hang out and watch sports. Now, first of all, let me just back up real quick. So movies, TV shows, streaming services, internet, being famous, playing sports. Are those wrong? in and of themselves. Are those wrong? No, they're not wrong. We're not going to put a list of movies up on the screen here, right next to that great, how great is our God, and say these are the movies you're not supposed to watch, these are the TV shows you're not supposed to watch, and so on and so forth. We're not going to do that. But there are movies and TV shows and all these things that will take away your testimony, that will rob you of the victory that Jesus wants to give you. Would you agree with that? We have to be careful. We have to be careful. In fact, in James, what we just read, James 4, 4, I didn't read the first part of the verse. It says, ye adulterers and adulteresses, know ye not that friendship with the world is enmity with God. James is speaking very strongly here to the people he's talking to. He's saying, this is, this is cheating. You're cheating on God if you're going to be friends with the world. You're going to let these things overcome you. We need God's help. Amen. We need God's help. Those things are not, again, wrong in and of themselves, but we got to be careful. I know, uh, you got to have accountability. Would you agree? That's why we, one of the reasons why we come to church. We get to see people. We get to be encouraged by our Christian friends, this is a good place to be. And I tell you, I'm looking at the young people here, but we can also look at the old people and I can have a mirror and look at myself. And it's for us too. We've got to make sure that we're following the Lord and that we're not friends with the world. It's an enemy of God. All of those things that we mentioned, they have their place. They're not bad in and of themselves. But what drives you? What motivates you? Hear that sometimes. What motivates you? If what drives you and what motivates you is not the good things that the Lord wants, that could be something that could be considered worldly. We've got to make sure that what drives us and motivates us comes from the Word of God. The victory that we can have through the Lord. Uh, is money the root of all evil? Is it money that's the root of all evil? What is the root of all evil? The love of money, right? I would say that you could say that about all these other things right here that we talked about. The love of those things. If that drives you and motivates you, and that's where you get your joy and your pleasure, and if 
things aren't going the right way. We need the Lord. We need God to give us the strength to have that victory. One of my favorite verses is in Titus chapter 2. Get your Bibles. Let's turn to Titus chapter 2. The grace of God is an amazing thing. In fact, we sing that song, Amazing Grace. And I think sometimes grace gets, I don't want to say overused, but it's used in the wrong way. The grace of God is what saves us. Amen? We're thankful for the grace of God. We're thankful that He uh, saw fit to call us. But I think grace sometimes, in fact, Paul talked about it in Romans chapter 6. Should we continue in grace or in the sin? Should we continue sinning because grace, he's given us his grace? He says, God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? But in Titus chapter 2 verses 11 and 12 it says, For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly righteously and godly in heaven. No, in this present world. We should live soberly, righteously, godly. Look at that world, that word worldly lusts. Those would be desires or cravings that someone would have. But the grace of God teaches us that there's a, a just looking at this verse, says, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts. We have to do that. We have to deny those things. God's not going to deny those things for us. He'll give us the power to do that. But it's our, our part is that first part of that verse that says, denying ungodliness and worldly lusts. We need to put those aside. And then we can live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. We can do that. We can live godly in this present world. We can have victory. It's going to take some effort, though. Are you willing to put forth the effort that it takes? Are you willing to deny yourself to take up your cross and follow Him? Are you willing to stop watching that one show that you love so much that you know, yeah, sometimes it's okay, but it also has some content that you know grieves your soul? Should you continue knowing that it's grieving you? It's, it's taking away the good, some of the good, but, but you kind of justify it. What about the movies that you watch? The places that you go? We need to be careful with those things. We need to have not the love of the world, but the love of God. If we do that, we're going to have victory. Denying ungodliness and worldly lusts. We should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. If you don't have victory tonight, I was just thinking about this. If you're not saved and you resist the Lord, someday you may look back on this night. You had an opportunity to come down to these altars and to submit yourself to the Lord. And you're going to be looking up in eternity. And, and that's going to keep going through your mind. We don't want that. We want you to, to give up yourself tonight to the Lord. And if you've saved, we need to all examine ourselves. Examine yourselves. See if you be of the faith. 
We need to do that daily. Would you agree? Our daily devotions are going to help us with that. These other things we talked about tonight are going to help us with that. We need God's help. You can't do it on your own. Say that again. You cannot do it on your own. I can't do it on my own. It does not get... Just because you don't reach a certain age and all of a sudden you can kind of do it on your own anymore. We all need that. We all need to make sure that we're, we're doing what we're supposed to do. That we're following the Lord, that we're following His Word. Oh, how I love Thy law. It is my meditation all the day. I love Thy law. Do we love, do you love His law? Do you love this Word? This Word of God right here, do you love it? Or are you kind of loving the world a little bit too much? God, help us. Help us all to examine ourselves tonight. We have an opportunity to come around these altars. And by the way, talking about sanctification, it gives power, amen? We're thankful for entire sanctification. But we still need to maintain our salvation. We still need to make sure that we're, we're following the Lord every day. You don't get sanctified and now you just get to cruise. In fact, if anything, the devil is going to see that. And he's going to come after you even harder. We need to be sanctified holy, amen? But we also need the baptism of the Holy Spirit. We need these things, but we also need to follow the Lord daily. We need to make sure that we we take up our cross daily to follow Him. And if we do that, we'll have victory. Not some of the time. Victory all the time. But it's going to take some effort on our part. It may take some sacrifice on our part. It may take some some, uh, cutting away of some things. It may take... Young people, maybe that one friend that takes you the wrong... It may take... You may have to step away. There's going to be some tough things that we might have to do. But if you do it, you'll have victory. If you do what the Lord is calling you to do, you'll have victory tonight. We can say that on the authority of God's Word. The song is 272. Let's come around these altars tonight. Seek the Lord tonight. He's here to give you victory and to help you.